Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. My husband says he's upset with me because in his words, sweetie, you need to stop spending so much money on DoorDash. Ordering it three times a day is not appropriate and we need to start living within our means. Honey, it sounds like you have an income problem, not that I have a spending problem. Start earning more money and we won't have these issues. So I took his credit card that we share and I booked a vacation for my daughter Richard and I. We're staying in a hotel tonight and I hope he enjoys that I charged $8,000 to his credit card. Make more money, darling. Who has made you cry the most? Who has the nicest body? Who is the funniest? Who does your mom like the most? Who has cheated on you? Who was the biggest liar? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best kisser? <laughs> Who do you think loved you the most? What's the best thing about being a woman? Probably having kids. Definitely having an ass. Because <laughs> there might be a boob and you like, you calm down. It's like stress relieving. Yeah. I feel like if a cop like pulls you over or pulls you up or something, then you can just like cry and look pretty. Um, I think the best thing about being a woman is that pussy is globally accepted as a form of payment. Wow. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here on the Ask Coach Greg Adams show. Where's my sound effects? Yeah, man, it's Sunday. My stream deck is chilling. All right, my stream deck saying we're not working today, son. Yo, Sean, it's Sunday. We're not working today. Anyway, man, we got Sunday. It's still afternoon here in Southern California, four o'clock. Nice and it's warm today. It's a little warm. It wasn't toasty uh, like it was the last few days ago. Two days ago, it was toasty as hell. But this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Shout out to the Lord. Here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Shout out to the Lord. <laughs> Did I give the Lord a buzzer? <laughs> Hold on. I gave the Lord the buzzer. All right. He might have some conversation with me tonight. He be like, you want to wake up tomorrow, Sean? All right, Sean, I'll have your ass in here at the pearly gates crying all right sympathizing right now all right anyway man what do we got going on shout out to um shout out to everybody that's here we got about our show we got one question most likely and then super chats contribute if you feel like it if you do want to ask a question 
Like if you want to sidetrack me, uh, you either wait to the end of the show or send a $20 super chat, at least a $20. You know, don't be asking me to solve your life problems for $2. All right. So anyway, Sean, we are about to get busy in here uh, with the first question. And um, wait a minute. I'm about to turn off the whole damn stream. I picked the settings button. Okay. Here's the uh, question here. And I should have put a little scrolling screen right at the bottom of this a little banner, but I'll do this here. I'm going to, I'm going to put a screen up. Oh, wait a minute. That ain't it. Can men be imprinted? Can men be sexually imprinted? All right. So I'll just keep it like that. This is mostly for editing purposes, but it's for your viewing pleasure as well. Uh, and I will warn you, you chose to click on my face. All right. You saw my face there. You saw my little cartoon character there. Wh whatever's on there. I think the guy holding the phone, you clicked on him. All right. You can leave at any point if you don't like this show. <laughs> you don't like the show. Take your ass on. I really don't give a damn. All right. I'm not here to impress you. All right. Uh, so I, somebody said, show me the feet picture inbox. All right. So this is my email. Y'all be blowing it up with stuff. Then I have to block you. All right. <laughs> You'd be like, watch this video. Look at this. Hey, cup. I'd be like, block. It'd be like eight emails per day. I'm like, I can't. This is going to mess everything up. All right. But uh, Martin sends this email and he says, um, there he is. Martin from Puerto Rico. Oh, my gosh. Puerto Rico in the house. Appreciate you, Martin. He says, hi, coach. Blessings to you and the gang. I'm so thankful that you changed my life for the better. He says, much has been said about Chad and Tyrone and printing and breaking females, breaking these 304s, causing them to obsess over them and develop crushes that last their whole lifetime. However, I'm starting to think about the possibility of a similar phenomenon happening to us men. This based on my personal experience. Not that right now I'm obsessing over a woman, but having been in the monk mode for a few years, I find myself more and more often recalling special moments, special moments I've experienced with one of my girlfriends in particular. Here I lay all alone, tossing, turning, yearning for some of your tender love. I've waited all my life. All right, so that sounds like that. He said that tender love, all the tender love you're giving to me, tender love, love so tender, holding me close to you, baby, I surrender. <laughs> all right, shout out to my man, tender love, we gonna call him, man. He says, it makes me wonder. If during the course of my relationship with her, I somehow was either imprinted by her or self-imprinted with her. Please enlighten me with your thoughts about this matter. Martin from Puerto Rico in the house. Shout out to you, brother. I appreciate you. And he said he hoped he get notified for this particular stream here. Uh, interesting, interesting question here. Uh, interesting question. He has a couple of things going on that that I want to fill in on, but let's talk about this, what he's talking about that many people that are new to this don't, they, they don't know what we're talking about. He's like, what do you mean imprinted? So a couple things here. Some, some, some of these psychologists have come up with the method of, of, of talking about this said imprinting, but they use children and the parents. So we're going to come back to that. We're going to talk about the Oedipus uh, complex as well, 
But we're going to talk about that because that's related more from the female child or the male child to the female child or uh, the the electric complex for the female. And so the Oedipus complex is well, where, where we're talking about going to talk about. We're going to refer to that. But science has actually already determined this in females. Right. So what would happen to females is that uh, what people are talking about in this sphere on YouTube is that women are imprinted by their first three men in their lives could be their fathers, but we're talking about sexual partners. So people will say their first couple of sexual partners will imprint them, especially if those sexual experiences meant something they were special or they were memorable. Okay. The Bible talks about this as a, uh, as why women shouldn't. And I believe they're talking about men and women, but why they should remain virgins. Because if you go into a marriage and you've already experienced the willing flesh, you can reference those experiences with your new mate. And so this is kind of what he's doing. So you're with your new mate, but you've been ran through more times than a Holland tunnel. So if your mate underperforms, instead of sticking with your mate and then working through the performance, you basically go, well, I know there's better segs out there and that's going to interfere with your relationship. And so this is why the whole idea of remaining a virgin until marriage is so powerful and everybody knows this you've been here everybody's been here and a lot of women are already in their bag this is ridiculous this is not true this is exactly true if you've been with other men and you're with a man that you marry under the eyes of the lord and the law of the state or under the devil what's going to happen is when you're unsatisfied in the bedroom you're going to want to go run back to these streets you're going to want to go back there and see it and let me give you an example of this one here this woman is basically going to validate what i said here Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you'd be doing right now? In these streets. You'd be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. Now, why would she be tied up in these streets? You know, the man that she has is a big guy. He was a former professional athlete. And he seems like he could get the job done. But it's not always the case. You're not always going to be able to get the job done. It's just, you know, timing, you have your parenting, distractions, you know, timing's not right. And so if she's already, already experienced other men and know that other men are willing to do it, she will easily go over there, all right, to where she was imprinted. Now, her imprinting might cause her to select a mate that is like the mate previous to her, which will cause her not to settle for a mate that's less than that guy. Now, you might be saying, what's the problem with that? Right. What's the problem with that? You might be a woman and say, what's the problem with that? You might be a man and say, what's the problem with that? Well, here's the problem. Not everybody's like the high targeted, high selected men. Same as for men. Not everybody's like the high targeted, selected women. You might have just got lucky or for a woman, you opened your legs and any man would have took that hole. All right. They would have ran through that hole like you running through the uh, a gap. All right. So like a running back running through the a gap hole. All right. So. What happened is what happens is you gave it up to men who were easily going to bust that back out. But now it's going to be harder for you to keep a man like that. But they can't you can't tell them because now they feel like they already got a guy like that. Once they got the guy to slide his salami in between their legs. Now she says, now I just got to work on keeping him. But the guys that are underneath that guy, they don't get no run until it's too late. What a uh, counselor on um, on um, Instagram just posted a video similar to that, which I'm going to try to see if I can find here and play the audio uh, for you because 
This is kind of what we're talking about. And this woman here will demonstrate how she's imprinted. Now, what women typically will do, and we'll get back to the men, is that if you're not, if, if you're less than the guys that have imprinted her, then she puts on extra things that you have to do in order to keep her because she knows she's not going to be satisfied sexually. She's not going to be satisfied with you being arm candy. So then you have to go above and beyond to do things to keep her. Let's go ahead and play some audio, and I'm going to show you a video of a woman kind of talking about this. Let me see here. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Wait. Good enough. All okay. right. And then you can unlock. So here we go. Coming from where I'm sitting now, I'm not doing no more wifey shit. All right. You're getting the bare minimum. You're getting the bare minimum. And that's good enough. All right. And then you can unlock the rest. How exciting. You don't get to just have your cake and eat it too. You don't get to just have me do wifey things for you and not actually wipe me up. Like, no, I'm not doing any more wife shit for anybody that's not ready to upgrade their subscription. Like, that's the way that it is. You either pay extra or you get the basic service. All right. Coming from where I'm sitting now. Okay. So you guys hear what she's saying. Hopefully that music doesn't get me a copyright. So what she's saying is somebody says, how exciting. Oh boy, this sounds like a this sounds like a winner to me. She's saying. And that's you. So what she's saying is the guys that she let get in easy didn't do the things to keep her in wifey mode. So she was giving wifely duties to these guys, but all they were doing was <laughs> and having her do monkey double backflips all over her and pushing her insides to her esophagus. Now, what eventually happened was she started putting standards. I'm tired of you guys doing this. So now the next guy's got to come in and they got to do above and beyond. However, she's going to find out that the guys that have imprinted her, the guys that she gave it up to easily, those guys aren't going to put up with any of that. They don't. All right. She's just a number. Ma'am, serve, now serving, serving number four. All right. They are not going to do any of that. So now she's saying the next guy that needs to come in, you're going to get the bare minimum and you need to do more to unlock me. Now, She's going to be single for the rest of her life if this is her philosophy. But listen, that's fine. And plus, she's well over 30. She's done for. All right. If she's going to play this game, it's going to be a long 40 years of the rest of her life. But let go ahead. I don't care. I'm just going to come in and still tag that ass. All right. So this is what happens when women get sexually imprinted. This is why people caution women to uh, not go out there and, and have high body counts, not to be on seeking arrangements, selling yourself. Because these things are really, really a big deal. You might think, hey, it's just a sex act and I just traded money for it or I got to sleep with my the most popular guy in the, the, the uh, school. However, it's going to be problematic for you long term. And you're just going to force you into picking bad partners for the rest of your life because they match the men who you are imprinted. So now what Martin is asking, does this happen to men? Does this type of thing happen to men? This type of sexual imprinting where a man could have his one, two, or three first women or the first couple of women that he has crushes on, could it be imprinted by them or maybe a girlfriend, a wife, an experience that when he removes himself from that woman, he can not, he's still looking for that or he's longing for that. Now, here's my answer to this one in short, maybe, but I'm going to come back to that. Let's talk about this because... Uh, we're going to look at the, what the science says about this imprinting. Now, in this article, uh, you can look this up. This is from Scientific Report, and uh, they study things like we talk about. So when we talk about these things about imprinting or anything like that, 
this isn't anything new. Scientists have studied have studied stuff like this all the time. This is where you get even uh, philosophers and psychologists have studied this. All right. And so here it is right here. And humans, only attractive females fulfill their science, uh, their sexually imprinted preferences. And in this case, for eye color. All right. But, you know, more or less, we're just going to say they fulfill their sexual family fantasies uh, or sexual imprint. Only attractive females do. Now, this is where the problem lies is because attractive men will sleep with unattractive women. OK, thus imprinting them and then sending them on a lifelong failure mission of finding of her finding that guy or her saying every guy has to measure up at least to that guy. That's where it's going to mess them up because ugly women or average women or just above average women aren't going to fulfill this. And they're going to be constantly on the chase to to fulfill this. Not only that, even if she's in a relationship with a guy who falls beneath her standards, if a male presents himself that is in her imprint, she will fornicate with that guy even in the relationship with you. All right. It's going to be hard for her to turn that guy down because that imprint is so strong, so strong. Abstract here. Early exposure to parental features shapes the latest sexual preference in fish, birds, and mammals. However, I reported that human males' preference, preferences for a conspicuous trait, colorful eyes, are affected by the eye color of the mother. Female faces with uh, light blue or green eyes were liked better by men whose mother had light eyes. The effects broke down in those who felt rejected by her as a child. All right, so this is interesting. Because now we're gonna um now we're gonna start talking into how their mothers shape imprinting, how mothers shape imprinting. And this is why sometimes you might see, and this article is gonna bring it up about men in particularly that grow up in broken homes or with mothers that they didn't feel loved them, or they grow up with single mothers who struggle and they may pass them off to babysitters or something like that. How men who grew up with mothers like that tend to choose opposite of that mother. Woo! They tend to choose opposite of that mother. So in this case, black men who grew up in broken homes or with mothers that uh, embraced the struggle or really didn't love them were using them as monetization from the father, these sons picked it up and then they ended up dating outside of their race. This article is going to talk about this. All right? It says both men and women appear to have imp- Wait, let me go back. Both men and women women appear to have imprinted on their opposite sex parent unless they were perceived as cold or unjustly punitive. Birds require a strong attachment to sexual imprint, a construct in place to reduce the perils of acquiring wrong sorts of information. Parents who form no bond with their offspring may fail to recognize as appropriate parental imprinting objects. Consistent with human female beings, as in most of the animal kingdom, the choosier sex, imprinted preferences were displayed by both sexes, but translated into real-life partner choices solely in women. Attractive women. Apparently, not all of us can afford to follow our inclinations. So this is where the struggle of the mating process is. This is where why you have more single women today than in the history of the world. Um, 
they're now going, these women have had these men sexually. They've had the best of the best men sexually, but then these women can't turn these men into relationships. So what do they say? I can do bad all by myself. And so they remain single as opposed to choosing a lesser man. Uh, let me see here. There was here is going to mention the race thing, just in case you guys were curious about it. Uh, let's see. Was it down here? Oh, boy. Sorry. I, I, I had it already for you to go. No, no, no. Send in this, this article right here. Oh, it's um, here it is right here. Here it is right here. If you guys were interested in the racial aspect aspect of this. Sorry, I'm talking like I'm, I'm talking like I just drunk a margarita. Do humans sexually imprint? In fact, some studies suggest that humans of both sex tend to be paired with people who resemble their opposite sex parent. So a male is imprinted by their female mother. A female is imprinted by their male father. So we always talk about this in terms of daddy's issues and all of these things. Unfortunately, most such evidence is either open to alternative explanations or counterbalanced by failures to replicate. For example, about 60% of children of ethnical, eth ethnically different parents marry and remarry into the opposite sex ethnic group. So what they're saying is if you're biracial, if you have a black father, white mother, you're probably going to marry, the son is probably going to be marrying a white mother, like a white woman, because the son marries opposite um, marries the opposite sex parent. That's basically what they're saying. They're saying in 60% of cases. So then the daughter would probably select a black male. And they're saying this is 60% of the time. Interesting. However, this association could arise from having inherited the preferences of one same sex parent. All right. So they're saying if the son then marries a white woman because the woman was, the mother was white, they're only doing it because then they, they're trying to replicate what the father's done. So they're trying to figure this out. It says, uh, just as well as from sexually imprinting of one's opposite sex parent. By marrying a black man, the daughter of a black father and a white mother may be repeating her mother's choice because she has inherited her mother's preference for black men, not because she was imprinted by the black father. It says down here, interesting stuff, right? I find this very, very interesting. Very, very interesting here. Uh, I wanted to read one more thing here. Um, that one I can't find. Maybe it's in the other article, but I found it interesting that if the mother right here, both men and women appear to have imprinted on their opposite sex parents, unless they were perceived as cold or unjustly punitive. Meaning if you had a bad relationship with your mother or there was struggle, there was stress, um, People might go different than their mother. They might, whatever the race is or whether the characteristics of the mother, the child may learn that and go, I don't want a woman like that. Right? Because she's embracing the struggle or she was rough on me or she was cold or she. So men typically will hear something like this, especially black men. You might hear uh, uh, people say, but your mother's black. However, According to imprinting, if the mother was cold, unjustly punitive, didn't connect with them, didn't really love them, and the child perceived that, he might go try something different because of that imprinting. So here we go here. This is where I think this will lend to a little bit true here. 
So I know people were going to immediately say no. But then when you look at the science, you can see, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Let's give you a little bit more before we give you that one right here. Um, right here, here, here. Uh, sexual imprinting. Sexual imprinting refers to the phenomena where an individual's mate selection behavior is influenced by the characteristics of their parent in the early stages of life, previous studies. Oh, this was, I, I'm going to come back to that one. I'm skipping ahead. We don't want to read that one yet. Sexual imprinting is the learning of the mate preference by direct observation of the phenotype of another member of the population. So now we're taking it from the mother and going from the population. Now, this is going to make sense when I give you my answer. So whatever your population of people are, whatever those phenotypes are, you might tend to be attracted by them because that's what you see. Sexual imprinting can be paternal, maternal, or oblique if individuals learn to prefer the phenotype of their fathers, mothers, or other members of the population, respectively. Which phenotypes are learned can, uh, can affect trait evolution and species rate. I'll come back to watch. I'm coming back to that. Good gene models of polygamous systems predict that females should evolve to imprint of their fathers because parental imprinting helps females to choose mates that will produce offsprings that are both viable and sexy. Sexual imprinting by males has been observed in nature, but a theory for the evolution of sexual imprinting by males does not exist. We develop a good genes model to study the con uh, conditions under which sexual imprinting by males or by both sexes can evolve and to ask which sexual imprinting strategy maximizes the fitness of the choosy sex, which are the women, which are the women. It says right here, last part, and then I'll answer the question. Sexual imprinting in, is a form of learned mate preference for a trait that an individual observes in the population. Imprinting preferences are required or are acquired during the early stages of life early stages of life and influence adult mate choice and pair formations sexual imprinting is common widely distributed in animals it is found in more than 100 species of birds and at all mammals and etc all right so now that we got all this the science out of the way so you won't think i'm talking out of my ass right now let's give you the answer drum roll please Let's talk about from the male's perspective. A lot of times when we're younger, we're enamored at women at a certain age. Now, here's where it gets trickier for men. Are, are we become enamored by females probably a little bit earlier than females become enamored with men, although that is changing. Females tend to get it a little bit more boy crazy for men, and they can just openly discuss it. But young males already start talking about women or young women when the stages of development, early in the stages. And then when the women start developing sexual characteristics, these young men start recognizing it real quick. Okay. And what's going to happen is for the first probably five to 10 years of this stage, what he's going to do, what a, a man's going to do is he's going to desire a certain type of woman, but he's never going to get her. Now, this is the key. He's going to have an itch that he can't scratch. Now, he might be able to get a little bit of a scratch, but he won't ever get the women that he wants. Most young boys and men, 
will never get the woman he really wants. He'll never touch her. He'll never get her ever. He'll never kiss her. He'll never do a damn thing with her. The woman that he really wants, he'll never get. Now, flip it, vice versa. Women tend to get, at some point, the man that she wants. She just can't keep him. And so this will eventually lead to a, a satis something that he can't satisfy. He'll never be able to satisfy it. And it pushes us to do what we want to do in our careers. Many of us chose, uh, uh, if you were not an athlete, you wish you were an athlete because they could get the girls. So it pushed other people into certain things. And a lot of times young boys do things to get women's attention. If I buy this car, I'm going to get women's attention. If I dunk this ball, more women are going to like me. If I, if I run this football fast and it's across the goal line, more women are going to want me. This is imprinting. And the type of woman that you're going to want that you'll never get is going to be predicated on what you're able to do in this world. So I think in this answer, yes, that is a form of imprinting. It's not the imprinting he's talking about, but it is a form of it. So a man could go in middle school, from middle school to high school into college, and he'll never get the broad that he wants. Not one time he'll never get her. Not one time. The only way he can get a woman like that is he would have to pay money for her. And many men at this age, they can't do it, probably because it's illegal, or they don't want to do it. They figure, maybe if I work a little bit harder, maybe if I wear the clothes that I want, maybe if I put these jeans on, maybe if I act a certain way, maybe if I act thuggish, ruggish bone, maybe you'll, it doesn't matter. I would say 65, 70% of men will never get the woman that he wants, as opposed to the women getting the men that he wants, then thus men that she wants, then thus imprinting her. And this is a sad reality. We often see this with older men. What do older men do? This is really scientific today. Older men will do what? By the time they've worked up to where they need to be, what do they do? They go backwards and get the women that they've always wanted. It's kind of like this. And I was going to, I talked about this in my members live stream. A lot of men start buying toys that they wanted to have when they were children. But by the time they get money and they're older, they go back and buy those toys. How many people have done that? A BMX bike, a skateboard, uh, some, some sort of action figures, a toy, uh, a Lego set. They go backwards because now you can get it. Oh, I can get it now. I'll go backwards. So what men will do is they'll work very, very hard. They'll get to a point in their lives. And this is the sad thing. And I don't want to hear no game artists. Well, if you just knew game. Yep. Retro game consoles, whatever it is, a man will go back now that he can afford it to do that. So if a man is not able to get the mate that he wants, if he's still single, he'll go backwards and go back to get the type of girls that he really wanted that he can never get. This is a form of imprinting, whether you like it or not. That's a form of imprinting in my mind. That's a form of imprinting. So, um, and, and a lot of times he will measure every woman based on this type of woman that he can never get. He can never get, right? And so what happens is um, fetishes kind of relate to this too. So let me talk about this part right here. Um, look, if you look at sexual imprinting of the mates that men tend to go after, okay? The men tend to go after. Let's talk about men in the communitas since I'm one of those men. 
let's talk about it. Because if you grow up in the community, the women tend to be more curvier, rounder, thicker, bigger booties, fluffier, bigger titties, um, bigger bums, all of that stuff. And that would be the woman you're celebrated with. Now, if you have a brother grow up in the, com- in the community, he will probably never select a woman like that. Why? Because in his community, what the men tend to select in which the women tend to try to achieve is what? To look like a bird. Flatbacks. You know, smaller chest. Perky. Thinner. Small waist. Small bum. Whatever, whatever. So according to the science here, the science says men can be, uh, it says right here, let me see here. Says right here, uh, little right here. Sexual imprinting is form is a form of learned mate preference for a trait that an individual has observed in its population. So again, if you're around a certain type, that probably is the type that you're going to go through, especially go for, especially when you're uh, younger. Imprinting preferences are acquired during the early stages of life and influence adult mate choice and pair formation. Okay. So you might say to a to a guy, I can't believe you like women like that. However, that probably what his mom looked like. If you grow up in the community, most women are damn near obese. Okay. Now don't get mad at me. The data tells us this. And they would be considered obese once you left the the, the confines of that community. As soon as you go see in that community, they're not obese. They look like everybody else. And so if you tell them then they're obese, they're like, what are you talking about? In my world, in Sugarland, not Sugarland, Texas, in Candyland, I'm like everybody else. What do you mean? But then when you go outside and go into the real world, it is very clear <laughs> they're obese. And thus, if your mama is big, guess who you're going to probably get? Big women. Because you, you don't mind it. You've seen it on a daily basis. But if your mama is flatter than a pancake, all right, and then you go out to any world, you go out to college and you go to an amusement park and you see all of these mastodons walking around, you're going to be like, why is everybody so fat, right? And you probably would never pick a mate like that. It wouldn't even come across your mind. You'd be disgusted. You'd be like, no, because every day you went to school, you seen women walking around looking like ironing boards. Yeah, now you're in Sugarland, Texas. Now you're in Sugarland and you're going, I've never seen this amount of people this weight. Now, this is where it gets tricky because then you're going to have guys that have the other effect where their mother was cold to them, but she looked like Precious's mama. And then thus that scares him. So he doesn't want a black woman because his mother imprinted it, go back earlier in the show if you're just joining us, he will take a white woman that's obese, but she's just different because she's white. So thus, he gets the same body type in the other community. She just white. (laughs) Definition, pog. So this is where the pog comes in. He gets a woman, and then the black women say, well, if you were going to get one, why don't you get a pretty one? And he's going, I just wanted something different from my mom or everybody in my neighborhood because I've seen too much of this. And the only thing he will change about that woman 
not the weight, not the habits, not anything. He will get a big woman, but she would just be of a big woman of a different race. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you got a lot of stuff going on here. You got a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, for men in the community, typically, if their mother were cold, distance, dead on the inside, housewife, he might not get a woman like that, or he's going to get women same qualities, or if it didn't connect with him, he's going to get somebody of a different race. He will then go outside of his race. And as you've seen here, it says 60% of people in this blah, blah, blah. So this is my answer to this question right here, just off the, oh, by the way, fetishes will oftentimes relate to this. Uh, anytime you have a fetish, some sort of schoolgirl, uh, any of these things, schoolgirls, uh, nurses, a BBW fetish, most of the time it extends from who you've been exposed to sexually first, all right, or whatever memory you have, all right? So the schoolgirl idea comes from what? Uh, you were you were in your early stages of adolescence, and this is what the girls look like, all right? So that's what they look like. The problem is you never got any of them. That's the problem. You never got one of those girls. And then what happens? The fetish, the fetish says the teacher places himself in that situation and then thus gets vulnerable to that type of girl. Right? Those are the girls in high school that you, guys, most high school dudes ain't getting laid. <laughs> so by the time you get to adulthood, the fetish and the fantasy says, I'll be a teacher and then there's going to be schoolgirls ready for me. Now, don't get mad at me. This is a fetish that's been around for a long time. And even Britney Spears exhibited this fetish when she did the song Baby One More Time, where she did the video. All right. And if you look up any prawn episode, you can see these things. Also fetishes for BBWs, right? Um, BBWs is a, to me, it's more of a fetish. All right. Um, most people aren't built like this until now. But uh, you can see people have extreme fetishes of this where the person will be uh, three or four times the purse, the purse, the man's weight. You know what I mean? And for some reason, he has this idea that the bigger, the better, which that's what you do. I don't care. But most of this stems from exposure to this type of people. If you've never been exposed to this, you're probably not going to have this, this fetish related to this. Um, nurse, nurse, Florence Nightingale, Gale. The nurse idea, the nurse concept comes from Men that have been in the hospital and for some reason have this one-on-one -on -one with the nurse all the time. And he's hoping that in this private room that the nurse sucks his seat. You know what I mean? Because she's helping him. Yeah. It's a crazy thing. So I, in my mind, there is an idea of men being imprinted early on by the women he's exposed to. And I think it becomes much stronger uh, if that man never satisfies that. If he never can clap the cheeks of the woman that he wants, he'll always desire that woman. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this. If and when he satisfies that need, he finally gets the woman he wants. You know what's going to happen? Two things are going to happen. Either he's going to lose control or he's going to come to the realization that what the hell was I waiting for? <laughs> what the hell was I waited all my life? All my life. All his freaking life, he finally got it, and it was just a slice of peace leave like the rest of them.
once he finally gets it, the first couple times it's going to be euphoric. But after that, you're going to chase and chase and chase and chase. And then you're going to go, wow, that was it? So I've always tried to warn men many times that you're going after women. You're going after women that you want, and you're only getting the women that you can get. So if you say you have a preference, you're only being with them because it's easy and you can get them. If you really, really had your choice to say, okay, no, 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 no. If you really had your choice, what would you do? Then I would find out what you would do. And I would say, okay, go get it. And then you're going to go after a couple of times, you're going to go get it. And you're going to be like, okay, what is life? You're going to be like, I don't know. What else do I do with my life now? <laughs> oh my goodness. And let me say this. A lot of young men have been touched inappropriately or flirted with by certain women that they later become imprinted by. Right. So in the I'll just say my experience, many men in the community tend to have bigger women or old aunties or old, old fat neighbors that flirted with them. This is my little boyfriend. This is my little you know, they flirted with you. They kissed you. Some may have even touched you inappropriately or whatever it is. Or the first woman you banged was a big old, big old whale. All right. And so these women do this and they don't get punished for this type of stuff. Now, if let me just give you an example here. Some women in the church, some women in these communities, they're lonely, big old fat so single mamas. All right. And what happens is not even single moms. Nobody, they don't even have no man. And so what they'll do is they'll prey on the young boys. These young boys will be 10, 11, 12, right? 13, 14, 15. And they'll start to touch them and let the boy sit on the lap. And the boy get to put his face in some big old titties, right? And then he's like, what is this? And he's smelling titty must and all this stuff. And then the woman's rocking him and putting titties in his face or, you know, I mean, stuff that really is sexual, but people give it a pass. Ah, oh, she wouldn't do that. But she gets some sort of arousal from this type of thing because she's unsuccessful in her, unsuccessful in her life. So she might touch him inappropriately. She might she might suggest some things. She might expose him to touching her inappropriately or touching her in areas of her body that she wouldn't let an adult male touch them. And what will happen is that man will then be imprinted right there. That bump that boy's imprinted right there by that woman. Okay, that that's forever. He's gonna get old big soggy titty women for real. This is this is very very common. It's so common. I don't know why people don't speak on it, but this gives you another reason why you when people don't speak on things, you go hmm. How about the propaganda? When you're younger, ain't nothing like a black woman. Oh, the black of the berry, the sweeter the juice. Oh, that black queen. Oh, I can't have any woman but a black woman. Once you go black, you never go back. How about the white side? The princess, the pretty princess. Oh, she's so pretty. Oh, her porcelain skin. She's white like snow. Oh, she so blushes. I mean, this is all propaganda that gets men then to idealize that type of woman. So I do believe, I do believe that men in general can be programmed or imprinted by the quality of women that are that they, that they see on a daily basis, right? Yeah, black don't crack. This is all propaganda that then gets the man to say, well, this is the ideal woman. 
And thus, I must get her so everybody else can see I was able to get the ideal woman. All right, this is all stuff here. And it's, I think then that is all imprinting. I think it's programming, propaganda is imprinting um, uh, along the way. And there are some undercurrent of sexually exposing the young boy way earlier than he needs to. There's been black There's I always say black women. There's been women that have allowed the young teenage boys, because these these boys today, along with the girls, they're really developed. You know what I mean? They're they're really developed. They're taller. Um, I just came from a basketball tournament today. Um, and they were, you know, it was a 16 and under tournament. These boys are massive, you know, they're massive, they're muscular, they're in good shape. Uh, they're they're tall like men. And if you went to a woman's volleyball, a high school volleyball tournament, you would say the same for the young girls there. You'd be like, their bodies is ready. My body, your body might be telling me no. Right. So what happens is in the community secretly, which is not exposed, young boys do have their sexual way with some women in the community. They let these boys have their way. Okay. You're not going to see it. Um, some women know in the neighborhood, you know, the old lady watching, she watching. Mm-hmm. I see Dexter. I see little Tyrone coming back from uh, Aunt Maybell's. He coming back from Aunt Maybell. He didn't went and visited Aunt Maybell twice this morning, twice last week, twice last night. And if he is 16 and he's getting these at-bats with a little bit older women, like 24, 25, 27, 29, sometimes older than that, if he's getting these at-bats, what's going to happen is he's going to be imprinted. That's the type of woman he's going to go after no matter who he is. He could be a celebrity, and his celebrity can take him to great heights. And guess what? He'll still pick a woman like that. Mm. Now tell me if I'm lying. Tell me if I'm lying. I don't need a pause in there. It's literally what's happening right now. I mean, it's happening. The people are developing faster and more than um, than ever before. And it's you can contribute it to hormones, people being placed on formula, uh, the, the the food and the, the growth hormone and the, the chicken. You can uh, the um, the GN, GMO and the nutrition. Uh, our emphasis on exercise and fitness, you know, everybody, like I just came from the tournament. I'm looking at these people. They're, they're, they're big people. Right. So, and I also saw Boris Cujo there and I also almost stopped by him by and said, what's up Boris? Cause I had seen him before. Our sons are similar age. And I seen Boris and Nicole Airy Parker at the UCLA basketball camp. And, um, and I saw Boris there with his son. He was hopping in his car. And I, I was in the Porsche and I stopped. I was going to say, what's up? But I remember I did several disc videos about him. And I was like, hmm, perhaps he might have seen one of these videos. So I'm going to go on and pass by. <laughs> All right. Time for the Super Chats. And uh, let's see here. While I'm doing the Super Chats, let's see if you guys want to call in on the show. Please stick to this topic because I'm only doing about four calls. So I'm not about to do a whole damn hour of call in. All right. So we about to get on and off and I got to do blue chip. I got to do money mindset tonight at six o'clock. So if you want to call, be brief, no long ass calls, notes. If it's not about this subject, leave it. All right. Um, and so forth and so on. So let me do this. I'm going to do the super chats and see if I can field a couple of calls. So Sand says to answer the question, no, in my opinion, 
not on its face at least to be imprinted by a female is to lose a fundamental part of a manhood which is self-leadership even subconsciously most men know what that means so and typically what, what what you're saying on its face value i don't think sexually imprinted is what's happening but the guy might be suffering from is that he misses the moments of uh tenderness in relationships which are short moments you guys often have short great moments highlights of relationships and then when you break up you remember the highlight reel but if you took the bulk of your relationship and you just laid it out how often do these moments happen three percent of the time three percent of the times in your entire relationship the rest of the time is bullshit <laughs> the rest of the time you're with a woman is you, you're stuck with her for the whole weekend you driving she pointing at the little directions on the map hey why don't we go this way why don't we go on this adventure she got her hat and her sunglasses on you're going on your little adventure she driving tearing your ear up man please our relationships are this is why i jump right to the highlight reel all right the lone brown wolf they only imprint mitches free agent lifestyle for life all right shout out to maryland guy in reference to your earlier stream bill gates is a major player pushing us to eat Fake meat. He owns a lot of the farmland in the United States. They want to create a new world. And they're going to do it, guys. This is the power of, of, of uh, this is why you have to understand most men cha chase the byproducts of success, which are money. I'm sorry. Yeah, money, uh, women, cars, clothes, shoes. Those are byproducts of success. Those don't make you successful. What, what's happening is now Bill Gates has had so, so much money. Money, hose, clothes, shoes, that's nothing to them. He's going over that, and he's going to change the world. All right, so that is definitely. All right, Young Viking says, Coach, this is a co-sponsorship. I don't want to lay under the race car, but uh, what's your main advice for Generation Z black men in mid-20s that is not a Tyrone, Ray Ray, Pookie, but well-ambitious, and struggling with modern women, I know most of us will be left out. SYSBM. So most men that are young generation Z, you're you're widely left out of the marketplace sexually, right? You don't have the opportunities or the at bats that most women have, or at least the attention. And so, thus, if you're not a rapper, basketball player, you're not a hood dude, you're not a what do they call them? Uh, you're not a you're not a a, a, a druggy drug dealer or a scammer. Right. You're going to be left out when it comes to black women. So you're asking specifically for black men. You're going to be left out if you're a nerd, if you're a Pokemon card collector, if you're just the average Joe, if you're short, um, you're mostly going to be left out. And you're this is why these guys that preach game finesse the hell out of you men, because they act like you have a chance out here. When it comes to women who are young, you ain't got no damn chance. Game ain't going to do a damn thing for you. It ain't going to do a damn thing. Stop believing them. And look at the look at the women that they left with. You know what I'm saying? Look at all of these game guys. If they have a woman, look at her. Just look. Are they hot? <laughs> nope. All right. So stop trying to get finessed by these people telling you, "Well, I'm gonna teach you just how to talk to a broad. Just talk to her." Okay. There, you're also gonna get rejected like hell, 97 percent of the time. If you already got low self esteem, that's the last damn thing you need to do is learn how to take more rejection. All right, because that's what you're going to get from Generation Z women. These women are monetized. They're out here selling feet pictures like crazy. They're on seeking arrangements. They got sugar daddies. They got they're getting flown in by athletes. They, they, they got they got they got the ability to get pregnant and knocked up. 
Generation Z is the wrong time to be out here trying to uh, run some damn game. All right, you ain't enough, man. So what my point is, I'm going to tell you, number one thing is get the hell out of the community. Uh, get out. Get out of the community. That's the wrong place to start. Because younger women tend to be a little bit more, dare I say, let's just say they deal with a lot of simps. And you can't compete. They deal with a lot of simps. And you can't compete. Simps of all ages. And these women think they got the world uh, going to be handed to them. So I would get the hell up out of the community. All right, get out of there. If you can get up, get, take the first light out. <laughs> All right. The next thing I would say is work on building the, the self that you need to be. Most men don't become that person until 26, 28, 30, 32. And that's just the reality of the situation. Okay. The statistics prove what I'm saying. Game ain't going to do shit. <laughs> Just go go to the bar and go pick up on straggle daggles. All right, don't waste no, waste no time. Just keep building what you're going to do. Eventually, if you want to date women of other races, they're, they're a little bit more lenient on this, although you still got to keep your guard up. I'm not saying they're better with it. They're just a little bit more lenient with it. And uh, a lot of times you got to go with women that you believe, again, you're sexually imprinted to try to get those women. Go ahead and lower your... Try to bring it down a little bit, okay? Don't go out there and try to believe that these women, like, a, you know, people say this thing. They say these guys are on the internet crying about they can't get the type of woman that they wanted since high school, all right? And so what? whatever you're imprinted by, you might need to try to change that because you're going to hit a lot of damn strikeouts. If you like rejection or if you don't fear it or if it's something that you feel like you can waste your time on, Go ahead. <laughs> but right now, I would get out of the community. That's the that's the worst place to participate in the game culture. Most guys that uh, profess that they run game, you never rarely ever see them do it on black women. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? Or am I tripping? Most game artists, even if the male is black, they very rarely ever run in game on straggle daggles or black women in particularly. They always doing it to white women or Mexican women or Latino. It's damn near, it's damn near 85, 90% of the time I see it. Or Asian women. PUAs never take their ass down to the black community running game. So it ain't no thing. The only dudes running game on black women are pimps. <laughs> I said rarely, very rarely. Don't start naming dudes. And if you name somebody, I'm going to delete the comment. I don't care about no dudes out here. <laughs> How do you delete a damn comment? Stop. Don't name no freaking names in here. <laughs> Where are we at here? Do not name no damn names. I'm a I'm a high. I'm gonna put your ass in timeout. I don't care about these game dudes. These game dudes is freaking uh comedy, the comedy hour. Anyway. Cesar Ramirez says, I've had always, I've always said women get over men and the men just move on with life. I still remember all my exes and their relationships in sadness, but at the end, I know I dodged a bullet. All right. Appreciate that. Uh, somebody says, uh, where are we at here? Uh, genetic freak 
Coach, I know we joke on dog moms here, but I lost my pet of 10 years yesterday, and I'm really struggling hard. I don't have any wife or kids, so uh, she was all that I really had. Please let me know if you have any advice. Thank you. I, I've never lost a pet, so I don't have advice on losing a pet. However, I do know that um, you can get another pet. So I know it's difficult. You know, I just got my first pet. So, you know, I can see that that being a real deal, a big deal. Anybody that has pets that can help us out, get with Genetic Freak. Moose Hefner, coach, been imprinted by feet. All right, shout out to the feet out here. Um, I like pretty feet, that's for damn sure. If your feet are choppy, they fat, chubby, stubby toes, <laughs> I don't like them feet. All right, now, not to say that I won't bang you, however... I'm just telling you, I won't be into your feet. <laughs> Where does a foot fetish come from? Um, let me say, I don't know if I have a foot fetish. You might qualify it as a fetish. I would say that, um, you know, in Southern California, we see a lot of feet. Everybody's in slides. Everybody's in sandals and flip-flops. So we see feet all the time. Them women get them feet out. So I like to look at them feet. Hey, let me see what type of feet you got. Oh, hell no. Boomerang. Yeah, the guy in Boomerang had feet. I can't remember. I, this the, the feet picture thing is a, is a new thing for me. It's not like I've been into feet all the whole time. All right, shout out to Eugene Morgan. I've always used to say a person's first good sexual experience locks them into that preference, basically imprinting them for life. You can draw a lot of conclusions from this information. So I do believe for the most part, men who fall in love with a piece of peace leave. Yeah. Yeah. I think they can fall in love with a piece of peace leave, but, but that peace leave going to be gone after a while. Don't get hooked on one woman. Hey guys, let me tell y'all something. They call it one nightis in our field fear. Do not get hooked on one woman. I know this is easier said than done, but women come and go, bro. Women come and go. They like buses every 15 minutes, another one coming. And they're going to leave your ass. And you're going to leave their ass. And it's going to be hurting. But people be having one-nighters. I know, man. You guys got to get some cold-ass hearts out here. There's too many women out here to enjoy. <laughs> you're going to get that heartbroken. FM 304 in the building. Shout out to you. Uh, somebody, Sam, says all peace leave is the same. You're only going to realize that after about number 85 to 100. Because <laughs> what you're going to do, guys, is you're going to try to satisfy that. You're going to try to scratch that itch. I need a better peace leave, a better peace leave. Now, let's just say for shits and giggles that you have a 100 lay count, which most men do not. Okay, so I don't want to offend you guys. But if you have a 100 lay count, you will look back. 85% of your lay count is trash. <laughs> Pure trash. All right, if you have a lay count of seven, six and oh seven were garbage. <laughs> so what's that going to happen is if you don't get enough at-bats, you're just going to be just scratch. Okay, I need, okay, the next one's going to be better. The, the next one's going to be better. The next one's going to be better. And they're going to be duds like a mug. You know the dud firecracker? We're going to go overtime, I see. Dud-ass firecracker. You'd be like this. 
fireworks, 4th of July. You ain't even waiting for the 4th. July 3rd, you like, you get that lighter. Dud ass firecracker. It don't pop. You wait for it to. That's what you want the firecrackers to do. But it's going to just go. Dud ass firecracker. All right. But what's going to happen is you're going to jump through all kind of hoops and hurdles. You're going to cold approach. You're going to tell a girl what she want to hear. You're going to be like, yeah, baby, you're going to lay it down thick. You're going to run game on her. You're going to be responding to text messages like crazy. Anytime she texts you, you're going to be texting her, trying to get that piece of lead. And then you're going to take her out to dinner. If you do that, you're going to take her out to dinner. You're going to impress her. You're going to clean your clothes. You're going to iron your clothes. You ironing your socks and drawers. You're doing every damn thing. And then you're going to get it. And it's going to be like this. Dud ass firecracker. You be like, what the hell? I did all of that for that. I did that. I jumped through hoops and hurdles. <laughs> you did all of that damn monkey dancing and clown work. You was in the circus juggling, keeping the ball in the air. Hustling, and then guess what happened? Guess what happened? You busted another. You look over at her. You was like, "Oh, okay." Um, <laughs> peace leave is one of the most. It's the one. Of, it's a blessing to life, but it's highly, highly overrated. And most women ain't got no good peace leave. I'm just telling you. They think they and they. Oh, the worst. The worst is when they think they got the golden for JJ. You like? Oh my God! Again, you got to get. You got to get some experience with women to re really figure out they ain't doing a damn thing. All right, Jason Webb, shout out to you. Rational irrationality. My ex took me to a winery and graped me. Mm. Wow. Tell it, uh, tell, tell it. I don't know what that says. Tell it, tell it. He says, I got a question, coach. I'm currently listening to the free agent lifestyle audiobook. No cohabitation or long-term relationship. What amount of time is considered cohabitation in your opinion? Or what amount of time is considered a long-term relationship? Um, well, when you commit to them and say it's me and you, that's a long-term relationship, whether it lasts a week or a year, no commitments. And a cohabitation is you move in and she has, I mean, you basically come home. But people can also do another form of cohabitation in which they you, you have separate units, but you or her are always at the other person's unit. That's cohabitation. You don't need that. All right, like I said, most time that you spend with women is a waste of time. It is rewarding her. It's 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 her reward for giving you peace leave. Most time it don't edify you, it don't it don't make you stronger, it doesn't educate you, it don't teach you a damn thing. That is basically you rewarding her for parting her legs. Meanwhile, you guys claim to not pay. All right, that's your payment. That's your payment for her parting her legs. Most of it's a complete waste of time. You can do without it, unless you're one of these codependent, lonely ass dudes. What about companionship? All right, I don't, I don't find women good companions to be in begin with. I'm not saying they're bad people, but they're bad companions. All right, so 
Victor Jimenez says, at what point do you recommend you leave your full-time side hustle? Uh, should you be on pace to make a certain amount of money? Yeah, no, you should four times your money. You, whatever your main hustle is, it should be four times that. Or if you, uh, I talked about this really, if you had a job that has a pension, I would never leave it. Um, I will retire early and then do my side hustle, but you need the four X, sometimes five X, 10 X, your main hustle income, at least double it, at least double it. Or if it's doing, if your situation is your, your main hustle, your side hustle needs to flourish at hours that you're at your main job. Yeah. You need to leave that main job. All right. Shout out to Eddie says I was imprinted by older women because my mother was cold and heartless to me. Also in high school, I had an older BVV flirt and flash and touch me my ninth grade year. I don't know what a B oh BW. I had an older black woman flirt, touch and flirt, flash me inappropriately. Again, that's going to change. That's going to imprint you. Okay. That's going to imprint you. You're going to always remember that. You're going to forever remember that. Remember that. And um, um, it's going to imprint you. Warhammer, I'm looking to get a box turtle soon. All right. Shout out to you. Uh, Joseph Jones, Red Pill Men are law-abiding criminals in California. All right, law-abiding criminals, whoa. All right, shout out to Maryland guy. You're talking to someone that bought RSD's PUA program back in 2010. It was all BS. You either got it or you don't. Uh, Should have put that money into Bitcoin. Yep. Hey, guys, uh, women, peace leave is rewarded to first genetic, genetic, uh, winners, genetic lottery winners, and then second, as a byproduct to your success. Or it could be purchased outright. Or it is a result of you doing enough monkey dancing for her to say, all right, I'll give you some pity sex. But it should never be a goal. Women should never be a goal. They come as a byproduct of what you do or what you have done. Start doing some shit, and I guarantee you some women will literally be coming running up to you like this. Hey, he's got something. They're a byproduct. They're not the main goal. <laughs> so literally, go and do this. There's, 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 again, I, I need to be doing some calls right now. But look, they're a byproduct of you winning the genetic lottery, which you can't be mad at. If you didn't win the genetic lottery, Go to the next option. The next option is they're a byproduct of what you've done, a result of what you've done. And if they feel like they can get something from it, they will do it. The third way is you can purchase it outright. But if you have a mental block or a moral block on that one, you might think that that's out of bounds. That's your problem. All right. That ain't mine. But people are purchasing peace leave and it's been the oldest thing purchased since the history of time. I don't know. And nothing's going to change that. Or you can tap dance enough and she'll have pity for you. All right. Choose one of those four. Now, did you hear me say talk some game? All right. Annoy the hell out of several hundreds of women around the world. All right. Put women on alert that your dumb ass is coming. Very few women give pity sex to talking ass dudes. All right. Sorry. Roberto Moreno. My apologies if I missed the coach, but did you talk about the Dwayne Haskett situation? If sure, uh, I'm sure you called this one Coach Adamas. I don't, I didn't call it, but I'm sad to say that I thought of Dwayne Haskins the night before, the day before that I heard the news. And when I saw the news, I was like, why did I think of the guy? I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking of him pause, by the way, but 
I, 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 he just crossed my mind. I was like, you know, what happened to that Dwayne Haskins guy? You know what I mean? I was like, and then guess what? Wham. I didn't talk about the situation. Keenan Harris, felons and guys with a lot of kids are the first guys BWs run across. Yep. And older men. And older men. I'm going to take some calls and do the super chats. Um, Be quick. Older men. Guys, black women tend to have been with older men all their lives. So when they're 14 and 15, their older men are somewhat near 17, 18, 19. Uh, when they start turning 16 and 17, they will be exposed to 19, 20, 21, 22, if not slightly older than that. By the time they get across that year 18, they've been already ranked. They, they've been already time tested. I'm trying to give them a good. They've been time tested. They've been tested by men, pumped and so they're already. They're already bitter and hurt by 18 and 19. They're already fractured and scarred, all right? They've already been through trauma by that time, all right? They've been already been with drug dealers and basketball players and celebrities and rappers and local rappers and DJs. So by the time they turn 18, 19, they fractured. They are fractured themselves. And then guess what? By the time they turn 18, 19, they start experimenting with 25, 26, 29. By the time they 21, 22, they're with 30, 35, 40 married men. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Then they done. By the time they 26, they need to pay a cell phone bill. A 82 year old done clapped them cheeks. There's a funny ass video of me, uh, of a woman doing that. This 82 year old dude, he can stand, barely stand up out of his damn uh, walker. And he clapped this black woman's cheeks. She recorded the shit. I'm like. She's like, I got to get my cell phone bill, bill, bill paid. Bro, the world is crazy of what you really know. Let me do three calls here. Uh, Erico 630, you're on live. Uh, yes, hi, Coach. It's uh, uh, Army, also known as uh, Ryan. Um, yeah, this is an interesting topic. It's, uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Shit. Um, yeah, uh, procreation is a physical thing. We transfer energy to them. They transfer energy to us. So we're going around and printing every, each other. And, you know, that might be a cause of mental illness. Um, mm. Yeah, sorry. I got a little nervous at the end. So that's all I wanted to say. Okay. Like, uh, you know, it's not, it's almost like esoteric spiritual knowledge. Okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah, you, I, I know what you're saying. You're basically saying we transfer energy. And sex is a big deal because... It is an energy transfer. We do pass each other's energy in through each other. You know what I mean? So it is more than just clapping cheeks. All right. And um, and a lot of times we transfer energy back into each other so much so that if you're doing it too much with too many negative women, you will become that type of person. Area code 305, you're on live. Shout out to the coach gang. It's Kelly Blast. What's good? What's up, brother? Oh, nothing much, man. Just wanted to just chime in quick on the conversation. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that's kind of why you tell people, you know what I'm saying, to, well, I think you mentioned it before, to stay away from, like, sleeping with, like, low-value, low-vibrational, overweight woman because you get accustomed to it. And they, it's almost like you are what you eat. You are what you consume. Yep. So, you know, that's kind of why it's almost even better off for you just to work those extra hours, you know, that way. You can just buy it, you know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and ask her what her hourly rate is. Yep. Knock that out. Go back to work and make your money. 
that's all I really got to say, man. I just wanted to, I'm just kind of glad that you got the show, you know what I'm saying, this Sunday night. Shout out to the Ghost Gang, Free Agent Lifestyle for Life. Peace. Uh, I might bring that subject up again this week about uh, settling for low-hanging fruit. All right. So that's a subject that we need to touch and how detrimental that is, uh, because that's that's an instant gratification for you, um, which you think you're satisfying something. But after Pulse Nut Clarity arrives, you realize you didn't accomplish nothing. So you got some piece of peace leave. And then eventually you'll just say this is good enough. This is good enough right here. Now, I'm not salami police and I'm just telling you what men typically do. All right. And they'll brag about getting women, but you never see them. It's because they're low hanging fruit. And he think he's achieving something and he's not. I don't think we were supposed to, although men are, are supposed to spread their seed and we're more polygamist uh, or um, polyamory, I mean, po- polygonist or polygynous. I do think neither one of us should have been having the amount of sexual partners that we're having. I will say that. I think we've been exposed to too many partners. Now, somebody's sitting here going, I can't get one piece of peace leave, coach. What are you talking about? I do think there's something negative to having too much exposure to sex, a.k.a. Sodom and Gomorrah. And then you add on to that that part. I think we're going too far. I can say that, though, because I've gone too far. All right. Shout out to area code 816. You're on live. Hey, what's happening, coach? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, bro? Not much, man. Hey, I don't necessarily think that women can sexually imprint men. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about a man that's married, he can step out on his wife and then climb right back in the bed with his wife yep. and not really give a damn, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but a woman can do the same act and, you know, it, it doesn't work the same. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't work the same, you know. Yeah. Um. However, I do think a woman can psychologically imprint a man. You know, if you think about mm-hmm. uh, men that maybe have str- struggled with women their whole lives, they almost seek out that same struggle. Or back mm-hmm. to what you were saying before, you know, when you have, you know, a, a, a mom that acted like X, then you want to go after Y. Or sometimes you want to go after X because that's what you know. So it's more psychological for men than it is sexual. Um, that's all I had to say, man. I'll keep it short. Shout out to the coach gang. Love you guys. I'm out. All right, Peace Gray Hayes Radio in the building, blessing us with his presence. Last one, area code 646. You're on live. Hi, uh, Coach. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello. Okay. Um, uh, shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to you, coach. You're uh, you, you're definitely getting you, you're the MVP of this red pill league. Uh, you're consistent. You you come have you hammer it home twice a day. Yeah. Red pills at at a, at a thousand milligrams of fucking pills. <laughs> um, what I wanted to say was. You know, I don't, I don't know if you came across this video or not, but there was a video of Minister Farrakhan, and he said, this was really profound, he said, men do not derive pleasure from sex, or at least we're not supposed to. He said, 
pleasure for men is taking an idea that you have and bringing it into the world. I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying. We are, man. I see what and he's that saying. That was really profound for me because some of the things you're touching on, you know, I think what 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 I take from the conversation is that we find our significance. Mm-hmm. Some call it validation. I, I tend to say we find our significance in a fucking woman. Right. You know. Try not to curse. No cursing. Maybe it's just out here. I apologize. Um, maybe it's a fear of competition or just not really being touched with our true masculinity. And we know the attack on that. But yeah. it, nothing can ruin a man's life like a woman. Right. Nothing. Yeah. And the, and the and the benefit of the free agent lifestyle is when you have that space to yourself, if you take a step back and realize that one of the, the benefits to being single is the fact that you aren't allowing toxicity into your life. Yeah. I I, I personally feel like that allows the canvas to become somewhat blank and for you to paint your own Picasso. Yes. Especially today, man. Man, Thank that's you for a taking w- my call. Wonderful um, call. I'm an advocate. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for that call, brother. Thank you for Thank that you call. Coach. Yeah, and see, look, that kind of is what I'm talking about. I'm going to look for that video. Um, and I kind of talked about that. Men get 100, and then you're still trying to satisfy the itch. And what you're going to find out is women can't satisfy your itch in life. Okay, I, I, I'm sad. It's sorry to say, I'm not saying it's because they're women. What I'm saying is our constant pursuit of women, because our first few years of when we're attracted to them, we can't get them at the rate that you would think other men are getting them. That that's you make that your goal from age 16 on 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. You make women your goal. And I said to you, women are a byproduct of your goals. They don't make they don't make you and but they can break you. You're going to get the prettiest, finest woman that you want. You're going to fornicate with her. And then after she leaves and you take a shower, nothing will change in your life. Nothing. Nothing will change. The only thing that will change is maybe you get to go tell your homeboys that you smashed an 8, 9, or a 10. That's it. Just look at PUAs, how empty they are. PUAs are some of the emptiest people, and some of them have money. And they still run around here. I'm not talking about all of them because I'm cool with some of them. But they're still walking around here as if women were their greatest accomplishment. Until you find out they accomplished something else. And then you will see that they will put women on a back burner. As soon as a man accomplishes something significant, like an idea that comes to fruition, what's the first thing they do? They put women on the back burner. Why? Explain that. Explain that. The per- The reason why is because Women were never the solution to your life. They were never the solution to your success. They will never bring you success. Not that they uh, aren't designed to, but a lot of men make them their purpose only to find out you have a greater purpose. And then you go, I don't need them. (laughs) I'll get them when I get them. 
but I don't need them. And so watch them. You will hear a lot of time, uh, guys that claim to be PUAs or pickup artists or mats or games. What they will do is they say, well, I've gotten busy in life and I started winning in life. What happened? Well, I don't have time for women. I used to go out there and run game, but I haven't had time no more. Why? Because you're successful at something else. <laughs> and you don't have time to do what? The one thing that's going to drag you back and ruin your success. It's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. But it is what it is. All right, let me do the last super chats. I really got to go. King Easy says, I was imprinted by that half Tamika, half Ling Ling with the Kung Fu grip action kitty with the super soaker attachment. I have been ruined for new women. Oh, boy. Looking like A. Marie around here. Sound like A. Marie. Um, and by the way, if you've had condom sex, go ahead and take that person off of your lay count. Because condom sex doesn't allow you to have the real sexual attachment to a person it's just practicing, all right? Not saying that you shouldn't use a condom, but what I'm saying is if you strapped it on, guys, she felt nothing and you felt nothing for her. It was just practice. All right, shout out to Unknown says, I grew up in a white Mexican neighborhood, but I'm black. I love petite and thick women, but I don't like women as dark as me. What does this mean? Um, well, I, it looks like that you've been around white or Mexicans all your life, so they are probably not as dark as you. It's just the situation that your environment presented. Men and women will always participate with the men and women. 90 in their, seconds. And the men and women in their environment, good or bad, put a bad scenario up. Put a bad scenario up. And you'll find out that men and women will do whatever they will with their population of people that they're exposed to. Just take your mind to it. Even if it's the worst possible outcome, you just take kids and adults. What will happen? For some reason, those adults or those kids will cross. <laughs> you were like, why? But that's all, that's who they're with all the time. You're like, couldn't you have gotten? Well, if you're with these people for 40, 50, 60 hours a week, not saying it's good or bad, I'm not saying it's right. But what I'm saying is this is what happens. This is just people. Whoever you're exposed to, that's typically what people are going to do, unfortunately. Shout out to Joseph Jones. Hey, CGA, I can't listen to love songs no more. Somebody said, pause, coach, always strap up, gents. Yeah, strap up, but it's just practice. All right, you ain't feeling a damn thing. Y'all just basically simulating sex. All right, it's not sex. That's simulated sex. <laughs> right, come on. You know what it is? Uh, shout out to uh, Joseph Jones says, uh, I can't listen to love songs no more. Well, that's like, you know, you can't go to a magic show, right? You can't go to a magic show. Like if sports is ruined for you and it's fixed, you can't watch the NBA no more. You're like, all right, I know how this works. Rusty Shackelford's in the building. He says, nothing. Shout out to you. You didn't have anything to say. And so did, uh, wait a minute. For some reason, I can't see what Freddie Frappuccino said. He said something with Frappuccino. Hold on for a second. Yeah, wrestling. Once you find out the tricks of wrestling, you can't watch wrestling no more. Shout out to Freddie Frappuccino. XXs are the cherry on top, not the entire milk, milkshake or ice cream. That's all they get. Nothing like a day where I do well in life. And then I just come home and then I find a woman and then I bust a nut and then she leaves. I mean, that's the end of the day. I didn't have to hang out with her all day. <laughs> Dude, that's just my philosophy in life. I find that they offer very little uh, in context. In context, they offer very little. Uh, the, what I give back to her is either going to be the form of time, money, energy, or attention. Or as I say, meat, money, energy, and time, or attention. I got to pick one. 
or two. But uh, I think they're robbing me. The more time that I spend with them, I think they're robbing me. All right. I'm going to show you what uh, what you guys are basically doing. And I'm not saying do not strap up. But any man out here, let me see here. Hold on for a second. Oh, actually, I can't. I don't think I can show it because it's got a copyright. Oh, man. It does have a copyright. Hold on a second. Let me see. I'm going to show you guys what you're doing. Here it is right here. I think I can run it, but I think, hmm, let me run it anyway. I'm going to run this one just so you know. No more calls, by the way. So anybody see Demolition Man? What's wrong? You broke contact. Oh, hold on for a second. Let me do another one. Clicked off a lot of credits to create the perfect 20th century apartment. Oh, Anybody see Demolition Man? Isn't it? <laughs> so in Demolition Man, this is in the future. Matter of fact, this is around the 2000s. This is how sex is in the future. There is, of course, a well-known and documented connection between sex and violence. Not so much a causal effect. Let's skip all of this. <laughs> so she, So she agreed to give him some sex. He like, I'm about to be clapping them cheeks. He like, yeah, boy, I'm about to get that flat back. Get that flat back and sloppy over. <laughs> Look at him. He like, uh-huh. Turn down the lights. Light a candle. He like, yeah, baby, yeah. I ain't got no Jimmy hat or nothing. I'm going in. I'm sliding in. I want to feel that waterfall. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Look. She like, yeah, come on. She bringing the condoms out right now. This y'all right there. <laughs> y'all, we about to. <laughs> here we go. Put that condom on right there. Put that condom on right here. Put it on your head. Oh, he got a towel and everything. She brought the wet rag and everything. Oh, boy. We'll begin in a few seconds. She like, what the, what the hell? Having sex, of course. Mmm. <clears throat> He like, yo, what? Wait, hold up. He like, she like, uh, you you brought the condom, right? Yeah, I brought the condom. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, like, let me put it on simulated sex. Let's go to the metaverse. This is gonna be sex and like, oh, oh, hold up. All right, so they already copyrighted. They already copyrighted. So they already gonna get me. They already gonna get me. Well, the end of it is. They already they already noticed I shared it. Oh, you damn YouTube. Let's give the YouTube a L. We'll cut that part out. That part's gonna be cut out of the stream. Anyway, they have a simulated sex. Anyway, I gotta get on money mindset. It's tonight. This will be my third stream of the day. Money mindset. If you're not a part of the money mindset group, we meet on Sunday nights via Zoom. You have to be on Patreon. We really have to be on Patreon on the top. On the top tier level. So then we go in and we go in. Um, we go in on uh, financial ideas. We've been doing this since August in 2021. Every week. And I think we're on our. Got to be on our 30th plus episode. So today we're talking about tangible investments. And all of that. All of that out here. Anyway, shout out to you. We'll, we'll sniff that out. Shout out to you brothers, man. Let's get out of here. Enjoy some premium 
information from these ladies here, how they talk about how they're monetized in these streets. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Make your own my husband there. will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna once a fucking game. No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No, I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis Clear as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. What's the best thing about being a woman? Probably having kids. Definitely having an ass. Because <laughs> there might be a boob and you like, you calm down. It's like stress relieving. Yeah. I feel like if a cop like pulls you over or pulls you up or something, then you can just like cry and look pretty. Um, I think the best thing about being a woman is that pussy is globally accepted as a form of payment. Wow. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. Okay, so this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know. Help me out. Hey, sucking dick for sex. Ah. Ah.